Hello, 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 and welcome to the Curate Podcast. My name is Kyrie Malik, and I am the host of said podcast. Welcome me, welcome you, welcome back, welcome to the Curate Podcast. I will not hype that because I know it was too loud. Um... Another week, we are here again. We, as in my dedicated listeners, my wonderful listeners um, that I know are out there. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been a good week on my end this past week since we spoke last. Um, yeah, lots of, um, adventures, lots of, you know, ups and downs in the best ways possible, a lot of revelations, a lot of, uh, Sims playing, I played The Sims literally all last weekend, um, today is now Monday, I'm recording, um, and this past weekend I played Sims 4 literally the entire weekend. Even bought a new expansion pack. Um, yeah, I did the things. Um, <laughs> um, in terms of the week, um, I reestablished my routine that I was pretty on at the start of uh, all this COVID and sheltering in place. Um, but I kind of gotten away from it. And... I realize it as rather essential to my well-being <laughs> and just like feeling good about myself. Um, yeah, like I need to exercise, I need to meditate, I need to cook, I need to sing, I need to go outside, like these are things that are part of this routine, you know, um, at the base level. Um, yeah, they keep me sane. Getting back into um, in-home workouts, not just bike riding. Like I definitely see that as a means of physical activity and great physical activity, fun even. Um, but just like some strength training exercises and things. It's some really good stuff on YouTube um, that you can do right in the middle of your floor, right from the comfort of your home. Even if you have a studio like me, um, yeah, I put down my, my mat and, and or lay out the carpet depending on the, uh, the type of workout and get to work, you know. I noticed a thing for people where they're like, yeah, I got, need to be in the gym environment, like da 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 da. I personally think that's BS. Um, <laughs> Just because there's so many amazing resources online and, like, it is an exercise of the brain to motivate yourself, no matter where you are, um, and to just get yourself in gear to do the things that you want to do. Um, yeah, mental gymnastics. You're going to physically exercise your body as well as mentally Prepare it to be well in any environment, and I'm here for that. Um, 
So yeah, that was that. That was this past week. Um, yeah, I'm coming back from work now. Um, today I went in at, well, I didn't go in at five. I woke up at five. I got there at eight. I actually woke up today at six. Um, I need time to mosey in the morning. I need to make breakfast. I need to brush my teeth clearly. I need to iron my clothes. I need to meditate. I need time to just be happily ever after. Um, yeah, I just be needing a moment, you know. So, did that, and now here I am, busting out this episode of the Curate Podcast, episode 19, 19 in the house, uh, considering stopping at 20 for a little reprieve, maybe like a, a I don't know how long break, um, but yeah, just because I, I think I need it. Um, maybe, considering it. Uh, yeah, so, and this will be a prime time, <laughs> for reasons I will not mention, but, um, yeah, nonetheless, all's well, feeling good, looking good, you know, I washed my hair last night, that's always a good feeling, um, clean hair. You know, um, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm thinking clean hair, clean thoughts, like as if there's a correlation at all between the two. Um, maybe there is, who knows? I don't know. Some of this shit seeps into your brain. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, with all of these updates and these things, um, let's move into this week's. Wisdom. This week's wisdom is a African-American proverb. Um, it's rather new, I'd say. Um, I feel that there have been, not I feel, there have been, there are variations of this proverb. Um, but it just proves truer and truer as the days go along. Um, It can be applied to so many things. It's just a great generalizer, a general way to describe a lot of things. Um, and it's not exclusive to black people, although it is a uh, African-American proverb. But uh, yeah, here it is. 
Niggas be wildin'. Let me read it again. Niggas be wildin'. Cause niggas be wildin'. Niggas be wildin'. Like, all the time, so many moments, throughout every single day, at some point, I have to look at my, uh, uh, I have to be with myself and recite that proverb, niggas be wildin'. Sometimes, a lot of times, that is the only and most appropriate thing to say. Um, it just applies to so much. There are so many things that go on from day to day. So many things that people tell me, this and that. It's just like, really? Like, really? That? Like, like somebody told me recently, a friend of mine, won't get into the details, but she told me that Someone threw a brick in someone's car, like, you know, at the windshield. And, you know, enough backstory that, like, it wasn't even that deep. Like, the situation was not that deep. Not that deep to where you would think. Uh, You know, I might get a, a brick thrown through my windshield there are circumstances and things that warrant that sort of a response but this particular instance it just really did not um you know moments like that it's just like wow 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 you know And I'm drawing a blank because it's those things that are so common and so, like, every day that when you sit to really think about them, you draw a blank because it just, it's just everywhere. Like, examples of niggas wildin', like, the government is wildin', you know, just like even at a personal level, like just just act like I said, just in the day to day rigmarole of life, niggas be So take that wisdom with you. To be able to say that means that you have stepped back from the situation and you are able to view it objectively. Now, here at this point where you're able to make the statement that niggas be wild. Because you're outside of it now, looking in. When you make that sort of a statement that niggas be wild. That's an obs- observative statement. It's an observation. So, yes. Please carry this wisdom on. Take on the objective... Uh, position you know to where you're able to step back from any particular situation be it personal something impacting you deeply or directly but I want us to be and this is great as it goes into the curation I didn't even really think about this but to be able to disassociate yourself from the mess to be able to step back and be able to say that niggas be wild.
It's a beautiful thing. On to this ailment. This week's ailment. Um, I mentioned previously in the wisdom of the week the ability to be objective and to just kind of step back from a situation. Um, and you know, view it from the outside, even when it's personal, even when it's directly impacting you, to just take a moment to just be able to. Be a spectator to what's going on. Um, and it's all very in line with all of the topics of the past few weeks. But something that I've been finding very helpful, um, and I'll get into why I'm con you know, putting it under the ailment um, segment in a second. Um, but to be able to disassociate myself from negative self-talk, um, you know, bouts of doubt, fear, um, or any, anything kind of spawning from fear, uh, disassociating myself from that set of feelings and putting a name to the set, like naming that entity that comes up within me that says, no, you can't, no, you shouldn't, um, you know, you should be fearful of this, or ah, that's not going to work, or this, or that, you know, just any, anything that just is not really serving you. Giving that set of things, that set of emotions, that set of feelings, that set of thoughts, like, that are all negative, a name, and lumping it all under one category, one, under one umbrella of a name, I have named my inner, I don't even know where to place it, inner self-critic, inner, uh, and then it's also, like, it's a part of me. You know, it still is a part of me, I recognize. Um, but whatever, just naming that 
set of emotions as a means of disassoci- disassociating from that set of emotions, feelings, and being able to see, see yourself a bit clearer as a result of the disassociation. Um, I named mine, that's what I was going to say, I named mine Sebastian. Sebastian is his name. Um, and Sebastian be coming up just like telling me that I shouldn't do certain things or, you know, Sebastian kicks up right before I'm about to do something, maybe even something really trivial, like, like today when I was going into work. And I see a bunch of people standing outside of the building before I walk in. And Sebastian kicked up in me and was kind of dreading having to walk past this group of people. I don't know if it was because he thought that, you know, he had to speak and, like, no one would no one would uh, acknowledge him. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that was about for him. And I don't care to get into it. Because what I'm fueling is goodness and the openness and willingness to adjust and adapt to any given set of circumstances and to, you know, just be, you know, not dealing with all of the preemptive fear about certain situations. And I literally called Sebastian by name and I told him to get back. And I've been doing that, like, beyond that instance, which is so trivial. Again, it's so trivial. But it's amazing where I'm able to analyze when Sebastian comes up, you know. When he comes up, I'm able to identify him as such and tamp him down. I read something to say, like, your brain, when you do that, like, your brain is, is externalizing that is ex- externalizing it. It's not you. You know, it's no longer you who is subjected to these emotions, to these feelings, to this way of moving. It's now placed on some external thing outside of you that's not you and that you don't necessarily, you, you more than likely you don't identify with. You know, I've been talking to Sebastian, trying to integrate him into the fold, you know, the way I view Kai is like a group, like a, a support group, and there is a negative Nancy that is Sebastian that, you know, just cannot help himself, but be so negative and so self-doubting and so, like, crippling and all of these things, and I have to tell him to leave. I have to tell him to leave. We're not doing that here. We're not doing this right now. We're not doing this. We're operating in love. We're operating in confidence. We're operating in, in, in no fear. We're operating in, in a no-doubt zone. Like, that's where we are right now. And, Sebastian, you can either get in line or get lost, you know. And that has really been an amazing thing, you know. It really has. Um, the second piece that I wrote in this, though, was just, like, the need for such a thing and like what it is a symptom of 
potentially. Um, I think it, for me, it's like just the acknowledgement that, yeah, there's some fucked up shit going on inside of me. There's some fucked up um, notions that I have about the world or uh, ways in which I view the world that I, or have been conditioned to view the world or whatever that like maybe don't serve me. Um, Ways of viewing myself that don't serve me. Um, you know, mainly those two areas, the view of myself and view of the world that I find that Sebastian kicks up and has a lot to say, um, usually negative about. And again, just the ability to name him and be able to say, hey, identify him by name, Sebastian, get out of here, has been like so pivotal especially as we're moving into, you know, intentional choice, you know, and the ability and understanding of our ability to to be intentional about how we choose to feel in any given moment, um, what we're deciding to uh, meditate on and ultimately attract and create karmic energy around, um, it's been a really helpful tool to externalize all of this this negativity um, that, for whatever reason, has become a part of me. And I, this is not blame time, you know, but it is an acknowledgement of um, the mess <laughs> that resides or has resided inside and is the result of conditioning that has not been healthy um, scripts that I've been running that have not been healthy um, yeah I recognize Sebastian as such but I also recognize my power to um, externalize him and not make him me and yeah that's what this whole idea of externalizing your fears externalizing your um, your doubts, externalizing whatever negative things that you don't want, externalize it. Give it a name. Give that set of things a name. And call it. Call it out when it comes. Call it out when it comes and it's not useful. Because most times it's not, you know. I have had a, a talk with Sebastian about integrating into the fold into the support group, again, that I see in my mind, the support group of Kai. Like, I want him to be a part, you know, and we're, we're working on him. We're working on him. We're working with him, you know. I'm not neglecting him at all, you know. I give him attention. A lot of the attention is telling him to get back, fall back, woe day, <laughs> You know, but there are more nurturing times that I have with him. Just like, what's, 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 beloved? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's up? You know, um, yeah. I think the need for it, um, is low key wild. <laughs> The need to do something like this. Um, but I have found it effective. And I think that 
over time it will become more of a practice and and Sebastian and and the thoughts and feelings and things associated with Sebastian will slowly dissipate and you know be less frequent visitors to the house of Kai through practice and time and attention to it you know that's what I think I'd be in my apartment like oh god like I don't want to develop multiple personality disorder like <laughs> you know but um I don't I don't think that I will as a result of this again I see this as a tool um that when used effectively can just get that get some of the stuff off of you and you're not viewing yourself it's not and and I'll I'll take it a step further I don't think that that those emotions and those things I mean sure they have a purpose in terms of showing us contrast and you know the things that maybe we don't want or that kind of thing um but that naturally those things are not of us anyway what naturally is of us is goodness is love and all the things that, that spawn from that, you know, that's that's what's natural. Sebastian is a result of conditioning. Because, again, he represents negative self-talk. He represents negativity, external neg- negativity onto, you know. He, he represents um, self-doubt. He represents you know, moments of hate or like just anything negative, you know, and he comes up a lot. But part of what this helps you to do is to be very conscious and again, give a name to that thing when it comes up. So that is the element, the element the need to disassociate and to name your bullshit. Put it in a package, wrap it in a bow, and give it a name and tell it when to go. <laughs> I am just on a rhyming spree on today. I'm with it. I'm moving into this curation bed. feelings, these emotions, these um, negative self-talk, these scripts, whatever it is that we've been running, um, again, that it just allows us to see ourselves apart from those things and not think that they are us, 
but to see them as external forces that we can say no to and be more deliberate in our choice as we are being conscious and aware of thought patterns, conscious and aware of negative feelings, conscious and aware of, you know, whatever it is that doesn't serve you in any particular moment. Being aware, conscious of, and having a name for those things to be able to Again, not see those things as part of you. And it makes it that much easier to, to move forward um, in those moments of self-doubt, of negative self-talk, of fear. You just get past it because you recognize it as not of you. Sebastian. I'm for real. I'm all like Sebastian to myself out loud. Sebastian, get the black mama. Get shit. You know what I mean? Like get back. That's literally how I've been like <laughs> all week. This past week, and it's just been so helpful. It really has. It's in that split moment that I'm like. This is not me. This is not of me. This is not me. Get back. And Kai, come forward. Stay forward. Stay where you are. <laughs> for real, for real. Because I ain't never left. But Sebastian be on my shoulder. Sebastian be trying to come up to the podium. It's like, Sebastian, get back. Get back. Get back. Get back. You have no place here. You serve no purpose here. Um, you're making me feel bad. Like, I don't need that right now. So, shouting, fall back. Yeah. Yeah. And that pretty much sums up the curation. Um, what is your name? What's the name that you're going to give to your negative? Nancy. <laughs> See? That's that. We've named we are, as a society, we have given a name to negativity. Nancy. Negative Nancys. We know people like that. We know we know that person. You know. And we all have that person within us, that thing, that, 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 that conditioned part of us that is telling us for whatever reason that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not, you know, whatever enough. We all have that, that part of us that's, that's in there. But to name it and identify it and be conscious of the fact that it is arising within you and to be able to detach yourself from it is so powerful. And that's what this affords us the ability to do. So I want to know the names. What are the names? Let me know. Um, either at the Curate Instagram. You can email me. Whatever. Um, yeah. Let's get some engagement. Yeah. 
Okay. Will not prolong. Let's move into Les Clues. This is my voice, my weapon of choice. This is life. This is life. This is a plate. This is a cup. This is a story I didn't make up. This is a girl lost in the wood. Some covered wagon from some other hood. So, um, but um, everyone, please go watch the Bloodlight and Bami documentary, Grace Jones documentary. It is currently airing on Hulu uh, for everyone's viewing pleasure. I am just continuously watching it as I am just so inspired by this woman um, who looks like me. And yeah, I'm, I'm here thinking about like when I was in Africa, um, South Africa to be exact, um, just thinking back to seeing black people everywhere, all around you, on the streets, in the billboards, on the TV. And the, you know, the, the janitorial staff to the businessmen and women, whoever, they were black, you know. And for me, like, Grace Jones is kind of that representation of, like, a seriously black icon and uh, somebody who is great to have on my pedestal, you know, not at all appeasing, that's what I mean when I'm saying seriously black, I'm just saying like not even at all, you know, attempting to appease the masses, she just strikes me as just having been and continuing to be very much herself um, through it all. And the rest of us having to adapt. Not only adapt, but love her. Um, I've been listening to, like, she has a great album. Hurricane. I'm trying to pull it up. But um, I want to make sure that I get it right. Yeah, it's called Hurricane. Came out in 2008. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? 2008, I was in the 10th grade I was a sophomore in high school 
Did I know about Grace Jones? I don't know. Um, but this album needs more more praise, more uh, energy around it. I don't know why I didn't know about it sooner. But yeah, I told my dad about the documentary, and he was all yeah. Like I wasn't expecting this reaction from him about Grace Jones. He was talking about um, how I'll pull up to to my bumper. First, he asked how old she was, how old she must be now. I believe she's seventy four. Um, and he agreed that yeah, she she's got to be around that because he is sixty, sixty, sixty one. 61 um and how pull up to my bumper was the jam when he was in his 20s so yeah I wasn't expecting that uh, reaction that response but um I can only imagine like that being the jam on the radio can you imagine that's not like Pull up to my bumper, baby. In a long black limousine. What? Patra does a um a cover of or she samples that song. It's amazing. That whole album where she does the the um where that that sample is featured, that whole album, which I believe is pull up to my bumper. Um it's just amazing. I'm trying to look that up too. <laughs> yeah, pull up to my uh, album or this song. It's definitely this song. The album, the Patra album. Oh, a sense of attraction. Should have known that. Amazing song, amazing album. Scent of attraction, Patra. Check it out. Hurricane Grace Jones. Check it out. Um, Bloodline and Bami on Hulu. Um, yeah. That's that. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say. I'm a bit tired. Um, I think I'm going to take a nap after this. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope this was good to you. I hope you love what you felt in my Shaka Khan voice. Uh, yeah. Share this with your friends, your family, anybody who is close, near, and dear who you think could benefit. Um, yeah. And I love you and I thank you. And we will chat next week. Yes, indeed. All right. Bye-bye for now.